This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, urging EPA to keep biofuel requirements intact. Learn more at fb.org. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. President Joe Biden's pick to head up the federal government's derivatives market oversight says carbon markets and climate change should be top of mind. Rostin Benham is currently the acting chair of the Commodity Futures Trading Commission and has been nominated for another term on the panel. Speaking today at his confirmation hearing before the Senate Ag Committee, he said climate change might not fall within the direct jurisdiction of the CFTC, but says it should be top of mind as the commission monitors external market moving factors. We only have so many choke points in this country, and when you have weather events, or in this case a health crisis, it affects prices very directly. Does that affect our market? Certainly. We see it in the price volatility and the price change. Can we do anything about it? If there's fraud or manipulation, certainly we can, but these are sort of um, external, ex- external events that we have to identify, observe, and manage from a market's perspective. He says as agriculture prepares to dive into carbon markets and pay farmers for climate smart practices, CFTC could have a role to play. Certainly voluntary markets are going to be voluntary markets and and market driven. Uh, But as I mentioned earlier, we have decades long of experience in regulating commodity markets. So to the extent that markets are emerging uh, and that we could be helpful in lending our expertise in terms of price transparency, Uh, risk management, and the fundamental structure of an operational, well-run market, we're certainly happy to contribute and be a part of that conversation. There's more from Benham's confirmation hearing in our story on agripulse.com. Anti-hunger advocates in Congress introduced a bill Tuesday they ultimately hope won't be necessary. Agripulse's Ben Nulli explains. A House Agriculture Committee member says a White House hunger conference does not need legislation to happen. A bill introduced yesterday by Congressman Jim McGovern and Jackie Walorski and Senators Cory Booker and Mike Braun proposes putting nutrition advocates, healthcare professionals, and farmers and ranchers in one room to focus on how to improve the nation's food system. McGovern tells AgriPulse the bill could serve as a roadmap for the conference. You know, we have some money for the conference already in the appropriations bills that have already moved forward. And, you know, the administration could just embrace this if they want. I mean, we, we don't need to pass legislation to get them to do a conference, but this is a template for them to, to hopefully follow. But I, I believe this will happen, and I believe it will happen next year. He says he's talked to roughly half of President Joe Biden's cabinet and some White House staff about a conference. I mentioned it to his chief of staff and to a lot of his domestic policy advisors. We have ongoing staff conversations with the White House staff. So, I mean, I think, look, I mean, we're, we're trying to get through reconciliation and get the BIF passed. And so I, I think once this is in the rearview mirror, then this could be... Then this will move a lot quicker. The last White House hunger conference was held over 50 years ago. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Finally today, thousands of FFA members and supporters are heading to Indianapolis this week for the National FFA Convention and Expo, an event that is back in person after a hiatus due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Paxton Dahmer is FFA's Central Region Vice President. He says the pandemic had a hand in shaping how the organization approached this year's event, too. 
Last year, we held our convention virtually, obviously, and we reached more students than we've ever reached before. Um, and so this year, we our goal was to put on a hybrid convention. So we know there are some students that aren't able to travel still uh, for various reasons. And so we want to make sure that this convention is just as much for them as it is for the people that were fortunate enough to gather in Indianapolis. And so we had to rethink how we did convention. Arthur Jonasson is FFA's Southern Region Vice President. She says the convention offers a great opportunity for the organization to get back together. Now we get to celebrate all of the accomplishments that our students have done, and that's what it's all about this week. Those incredible 735,000 young people who've continued to do the hard work in the past year. The organization is expecting about 55,000 people at the event this year. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Since 2008, the use of ethanol and biodiesel has reduced greenhouse gas emissions by an average of 82 million metric tons each year. That's the equivalent of taking 18 million cars off the road. EPA should keep biofuel requirements intact. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.